Alzheimer's Society, believe it or not, I don't say it too, too lately, is that they've been a pure tonic. And, uh, and I mean that from my heart out. They've led me, got me into talks and got me in and, and, and treat me as Michael Keenan, which my family still do. I mean, mm. Alzheimer's never, never comes into it. Whereas you find when you meet other uh, strangers and they hear you've got Alzheimer's, it's sort of all of a sudden as they're, they're talking to you like a two-year-old. But um, God yeah. love us, they're ignorant, not, not, not anybody else. Despite enduring a difficult time of late, Michael Keenan believes that better days aren't too far away. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I spoke to a man with dementia who can't wait to get back involved. Who is Michael Keenan? Who are you? Very happy-go-lucky person. I like getting, doing things for other people. Our latest Dementia Together podcast features Michael, who is 62, lives in Oma, and has early-onset Alzheimer's. We first spoke back in April 2021, with our conversation taking place, like so many others during the pandemic, by video call. Michael was engaging and earnest as he joined me on Zoom from his kitchen table. Bald-headed, with stubble and glasses, dressed in a vibrant red polo shirt. As someone who lives alone, Michael explained how the pandemic restrictions had left him missing face-to-face contact. Say I'm blessed with a really, really good family. A very close family. I've always been like out there. And uh, as I say, with me, um, I'm the youngest. And then I'm saying that there with me, but I'm the only one that's on my own. Loving around people. Uh, would have been visiting my sister and her grandchildren and all out there. And that stopped, you know. That was, I mean, three, four times a week. The awareness-raising talks he was giving to school and university students, supported by Alzheimer's Society, had also been forced to stop. I used to do the talks and they were exhilarating, it's the only way I can describe it. Because you go to, especially the groups that I went to, would have been teenagers who were just bubbling. They were like sponges, taking in, you know, that, I mean, they're the people that you need to get the message out to. You know, the teenagers of this world, of, uh, they are going to be the ones flying the flags in the years to come. He had at least been able to remain politically active, raising awareness of dementia by meeting with members of the Northern Ireland Assembly on World Alzheimer's Day, ahead of a debate in Parliament. Even during the pandemic, we were able to visit the houses of, well, there's our houses of Parliament, you know, up in Stormont, and then all the MLAs come out and met us. We have MLAs here. Like we're nearly breaking each other's necks to come down and get a photograph taken with us, you know. It was good PR for them, you know. Yeah. I would have met them all, and then there was a few that I'd met before in committees. And in all fairness to them, they were more than nice and chatting away and saying how things were going and different things. So um, we're getting there. Yeah, basically, the first time we met two different committees, so we, we met the DUP and Sinn Féin and we met them in, a, in the committee rooms and uh, they were just um, very much on the ball. We were discussing Alzheimer's, like we just need to get ourselves, like I, I think you know more than anybody else is that you have to promote this and it was our way of promoting it. Just this pandemic came to come and recruit, well, it could never have came at a good time, but we were beginning to make inroads and it just seems to have everything stopped at the moment. So, but that to look forward to, which I relish. I spoke with Michael again earlier this year in the hope that his situation and circumstances had improved since our first conversation. But instead, he was actually dealing with further unexpected and unwelcome developments. He did, however, explain his motivation for maintaining a positive mindset 
despite all that he's been through. But before any of that, our second chat began with Michael looking back to his working life. Well, I was always in sales and management and I had a few businesses of my own. Again, everything was always retail, buying, selling and whatnot. I used to do the uh, the markets in Dublin down south. And that, that was on a Sunday. And I mean, they would have been the happiest, happiest, the wheel and dealing, the happiest days of my life. Because number one, you were with people that uh, you, you liked. The people down there seemed to like me. Uh, it was like a family of their own. There's people who would have come to see you on a Sunday simply just to come and chat to you. Of course, you ended up trying to sell them something regardless of what. I thoroughly enjoyed that there. What were you selling at the market? What was your... Oh, I, I was selling electrical goods, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, television, you know, stuff that was known as reworked stuff, buying it in England and then taking it over here and uh, then going down south. Because um, you might be aware, but the price difference down south and up north is unreal. I mean, it's crazy. So uh, we were able to do that there and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Bought myself a big new van one time and uh, filled it every Sunday morning. Would have come home half empty or sometimes nearly all empty. So. And then I, um, the whole thing, I sort of wound up everything and uh, unfortunately I became uh, very depressed for a period. And uh, then to get out of that there, I started then uh, being a volunteer for the Red Cross, which led to then like a head volunteer, and which also then involves taking in the Syrian refugees from uh, from uh, the war that was going on in Syria. And that proved very, very successful. Then all of a sudden was that the uh, COVID came, which has now totally put an end to that. So how did Michael end up being diagnosed with early onset dementia? Believe it or not, it sounds so simple, but um, I had forgot how to put sugar in my tea. It sounds silly, but I mean a little bit then and going up and down, going to, from here to the bedroom and realising that I had no idea what I went down to the bedroom for. That kept going on and on. I, I, you know, I did feel like gradually getting worse. I went to the doctor. And um, he had done all the tests. And the next thing I went to, probably was a psychiatrist, I don't know. Again, and got all my tests. Never, ever thinking this was ever going to end up with the diagnosis I got. Then we got a letter to say to come to the consultant. And I went in that day, very much unconcerned. And the first thing he said to me was, are you here in your room, Mr. Keenan? And I knew that then he was not going to give me good news and blah, 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 and he then turns, by the way, he says, you've got, um, uh, what have we got? Hmm, Alzheimer's. But um, I've never let uh, Alzheimer's define my life. It's something that I can't allow me to do. I can't go backwards. I have to keep going forward, except when I was diagnosed. It's not, I've never allowed it been a major part of my life ever from that. I told you about, I, I took a bout of depression. I can talk about this now because it was a dark room I went into and I found it nearly impossible to get out of that dark room. But when you think back on that there now, you just promise yourself that you'll never go back into that dark room again. I certainly won't go into the back room again. That's why I think positive. So to recap, Michael Keenan, who is 62 and lives in Omer, has fond memories of selling reworked electrical goods at the markets in Dublin. 
After he stopped work, Michael experienced depression, which he combated by becoming a volunteer for the Red Cross. After noticing problems with his memory, Michael was shocked to receive a diagnosis of early-onset Alzheimer's. He refuses to let dementia define his life and uses his experience of depression to help maintain a positive mindset. 2021, we spoke about nine months ago now, as we sit here, obviously you spoke to me then about the pandemic, COVID, the impact that had on your life, your routine, the things that you used to do. Broadly speaking, how has life been since we last spoke? How have things been for you in more recent times? More recent times, things have got an awful lot messier. There's an illness now in the family and we have to basically keep our distance because if she was to, to take anything at this stage, it would be severe. Unfortunately, my health took a downturn and I'm on medication now, which has meant my immune system is wide open, which again has left things very much in the air that I will not, I mean, I will not mix uh, simple as. My sister and all day, and the nieces and nephews now that don't come into the house as much as I would have, again, simply because of that. So COVID has taken its toll this last, particularly this last six, seven weeks. Look into the future. Obviously, you're a very positive person. Do you feel positive about the future? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I've got faith on the, on the scientists. I've got faith on the, taking the vaccines and all that there. Mm-hmm. We just like now just get back into the normal swing of things when things are as they are. But here, you know, we know that it's maybe just around the corner, but it's not too far away. Whether he's supporting Syrian refugees, sharing his story with students, or speaking up at Stormont, Michael is clearly someone who stands up for what he believes in. He has given a lot and achieved plenty, so is presumably looking forward to getting back involved as soon as he can. Yeah, very, very much. And that's from my heart, too. And because, believe it or not, I'm not a selfish person, but I get as much out of it as I hope the people get out of it. Next steps. Your donations play a vital role in ensuring people affected by dementia are aware of the services offered by Alzheimer's Society, especially in what is a difficult time for everyone. To donate, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash give or call 0330-333-0804. For personalised information and advice, call our Dementia Connect support line on 0333-150-3456 or for Welsh speakers, call 03300-947-400. Find out how you can use your experience of dementia to help shape our and others' work. Visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash dementia voice. Our first conversation with Michael appeared as an article called I Will Do It in the June-July 2021 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. This podcast was written and recorded by Gareth Bracken and produced by Nicola Leddy. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe for more Alzheimer's Society podcasts. As well as print and email versions, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the magazine or the CD, call 0330 333 0804.